0: Dirty, nasty, and controversial sports talk podcast for all things Detroit sports and sports worldwide. Here are your hosts, Tony, Joey, Frank, and Gerard, four lifelong friends born and raised in South Detroit.
1: Welcome, Revolutionary Sports Front. We are bound up, to say the least. It has been two weeks since our last show. Um, we're like a couple caged jailhouse dogs here on RSF, so we are ready to go. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you all that we're talking about. We're just going to dive right in. But before we do, I want to get a special shout-out, because it is Memorial Day, to our co-host, Joe Krasik. I thank you, and we all thank
2: oh, you on behalf oh, of RSF for all
3: your services. You I mean, it's Memorial Day, though, so Joe's Day is kind of Veterans Day. Memorial Day is for those who didn't get to come home Hey, he like gets Joe a
1: shout-out on both, okay? He gets a shout-out on right, both. We love our men and women in blue it, and olive yeah, drab it. and all those colors they wear. No problem, no problem. But, hey, now that we got that out of the way, we also have another special guest, uh, our, one of our beloved fans, live in studio. He's here from Columbus for the weekend, Cody Steffes. Say hello to the fans. Hey, what's up, boys? <laughs> you are now famous. So Cody, glad to be welcome, buddy. How do you feel?
0: Oh, been an honor to be on the show. Since I ever got the shout-out, Miami, coming from Columbus uh, this weekend for Memorial Weekend.
1: Cody's one of our national fans. Joe,
0: can't wait to say uh, we're all wearing red, white, and blue for you today, buddy.
4: I appreciate it, bud. Beautiful.
1: Well said. All right, we're going to dive right in. Like I said, guys, we skipped a week, so we got a lot to cover, a lot of energy. This is going to be a fast-paced show. Like I said, I'm not even going to tell you. What we're talking about, we're just going to start with number one on the list, which is our new, improved, obscure sports report. We're going to call it OSR. We're going to kick that off, and it's about the spelling bee. Gerard, fill us in.
5: All right, so oh, this yeah. is a new segment. This is the OSR, like Frank says. Which every week we're going to pick some obscure, obscure sport that's going on. We're going to talk about it, maybe talk about the sport, maybe talk about what's happening in the world of sports, just to give you guys a broader outreach than the major four that we have in the United States. So this last week we had the Spelling Bee. It's a competition. I believe you have to be in 7th or 8th grade, 6th, 7th, or 8th. And uh, you just spell words until everybody's knocked out, but I guess there can be a tie. So uh, I believe Tony watched it live. How did you feel about it? Of course
1: it? he did.
3: <laughs> well, I just, I, I mean, I have ESPN on my TV a lot. I was watching something on a DVR, show ended.
1: No need to explain. Saw
3: ESPN, watched the last few rounds of the Spelling Bee. So, I mean, it's one of those things where with the Spelling Bee, uh, they changed the format to try and eliminate the tie, and we still ended up with a tie because I just figured it was you miss a word and you're out, but it's actually if you miss a word, the other person has to spell two words correctly for you to be out. Right. That seems a little absurd. I've, I had to say so one. So it was like this kid would miss a word when it's not the last two, and then the other guy would get up, get the first word right, and then mess up the second one, and then it's like, oh, let's go keep going again. Well, in
1: case anyone doesn't know, the reason why we're talking about the spelling bees is it is on ESPN. I'm sure all you guys know that, but there, there was co-champions yet again, like Tony said, and uh, it's just a cool thing. Uh, you know, there was, it, it seems like you have to be an Indian to, to get in the top ten nowadays, but uh, right? It can, does.
5: can I just point out the elephant in the room here, people? How ridiculous it is it that this is on ESPN? I get maybe 15, 20. I like it. You know what? I like the competition of it, but Siri beats those kids every time. Next time you watch the Spelling Bee, ask Siri on your iPhone, how do you spell this word? You'll have the spelling way before them. Next year for the Spelling Bee, they're going to go well, Siri they versus.
3: Asked, they ask 20 fucking questions. They're like, what's the origin? Please use a sentence. What's the part of speech? What's the definition? Use it in a sentence again. Are there other pronunciations? Tony, you seem you seem pretty good at uh, knowing those
5: questions, everybody. You spent a little too much time in front of those little kids, didn't you?
1: Yeah, Tony was di- dialed in from start to finish on that. It seems like, but I, no. I do want
4: to say something: is the celebrations were fantastic.
1: Oh yeah, I he mean they're they're learning from the, the best. Who was the kid yeah. that threw up the X? The Des Bryant X. That's who. <laughs> that's the real. That's <laughs> the real winner. One of
3: the co-champions. He's like from uh, Texas. He's and, the real winner. And the funny thing is, his his dad told him if he won, he would go to uh, he'd take him to a Cowboys game. Which now I'm wondering if his dad's going to be like, yo, dude, you're a co-champion. You didn't win the thing. You had to share the title. No Cowboys game for you, bitch. Wow, <laughs> Burn. Man.
1: Well, yeah, Dez tweeted the kid, too, right? To give yeah, him props.
3: Dez tweeted him. He's going to get him down there. Throw up the X is pretty cool, but
5: Dez didn't originate the X, people. Does anybody remember downtown D'Angelo Hall for the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, the no. The original like, person who threw up the X, Little Wayne quoted him in many songs. Boobie
1: Miles, bro. It's, the, it's from the ter- public enemy, the Terminator X. It's how all, all of them do it. Degeneration generation that's that's another oh thing of the all right
5: all right so <laughs> Cody, eventually we are gonna get to the major sports uh, but joey do you it. have a special surprise for our listeners and our co host
4: what you know what i i do have a special surprise today and it, and it comes in five. the obscure sports report because what we're going to have now is a spelling bee competition between tony and frank people <laughs>
3: uh-huh. i did not that just color. fucking try to hate awesome. all right Tom gerard count it down five <laughs> four
4: <laughs> two, right. one. I'm shocked. All right, Frank and Tony, here are the rules and regulations. It's going to be like a shootout in the NHL. You get three chances. person who smells the most words correctly wins. Tony, you're going to be going first. Are you ready? How much time do they have for yeah, yes. uh, words? Hey, he's got his phone out. All right, there it oh, is. Phone's okay. away, gentlemen. Phone's away. Phone's oh, away. My phone's on the
0: table, but it's... Bias activity. Now. Tony okay, is looking at right. his computer screen.
4: We got, we got Cody here. He's going to taser you if you touch the damn phone.
0: I'm right here in the middle, Joe. I will keep an eye on both phone. of these competitors. Jesus
4: Christ. Thank you, Cody. Okay, Tony, your first word is a noun. It is aprobrium. Aprobrium.
3: What's uh, the country of origin on that one? Don't know. Well, that's no help. That's how you figure out how the vowels are. I was paying attention <laughs> enough to learn that
5: All right, you have 15 seconds, Tony. Let's get a try.
3: Aprobrium. O-P-E-R-B-R-I-U-M.
5: Wow. Let me handle the sounds.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank, are you ready? Never been more ready. All right, we hear, we have an adjective for you. Ostentatious. Oh, you could have
1: gave me something harder. <laughs> They said it's an adjective.
4: Yup. Ostentatious.
5: To ostentatiously do
2: something.
1: (laughs) Ostentatious? Am I saying that correctly, Joe?
4: Yes. Ostentatious.
1: Ostentatious. (laughs) Ostentatious.
0: You clearly
3: watch spelling me, too.
1: O -S S T A N C I O U S. Ostentatious.
4: Incorrect.
1: Damn.
5: Like you know what? I'll give him some credit. Does it does does. start Both with an O, Joey?
4: It does. It does start with an O. I thought it started an a, with an
5: A, so at least We we'll get one there for Frank. All right, yeah. So, yeah. Tony, yeah. you're up.
4: Great. All right, Tony, here we go. This is this is, a, this, is a, this is a funny one. I'm not even sure if I'm going to say it right, but Tony, you're just going to guess how to spell it, buddy. Great. <laughs> misogynist.
3: Do you mean misogynist? <laughs> Where are you throwing sure. these words from, M I S G Y.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. Start, start over. Hold on. Let me hear it one more time.
3: Misogynist. M-I-S-G-Y-N-O-I-S-T. Nope, wrong. God damn it.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs>
4: Frank, Frank really you ready? The
5: this is Joe's afterwards.
3: surprise,
1: not mine. All I did was get the count. Frank,
4: lines. this is your second attempt. Are you ready?
1: Yeah, make it underhanded. Underhanded throw. Come on.
4: Misanthrope.
0: Sounds pretty straightforward. Or
1: misanthropy. <laughs> misanthropy? Yeah. M-I-S-A-N-T-H-R-O-P-E. Yes!
4: Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. Frankie! All right, Tony. March.
5: Tony, to stay in it,
4: to tie it up. Actually, if Tony doesn't get this, Frank wins by, Default. by you know, by by uh, uh, yeah, that's he wins. By the so shoot out here that. we go, Tony. Great. Grandiloquence. <laughs> what
2: the <laughs> fuck? Yes. <laughs>
4: Grandiloquence. It's a noun. G R A N
3: D I L Q U A N C E. That is
4: incorrect. Hey, Frank has won the 2016 R S F spelling bee.
1: Hey, burn. Hey, guys, I thank you, man. It's hard to get right. a genius.
5: Well I hope that was an exciting first OSR. Cody, any thoughts on the new segment? You like it? You don't like yeah,
0: it? You know what? I like the new segment, but I'd like to chime in on the whole spelling bee idea anymore. I would like to bring up the fact that uh, spelling bees are borderline irrelevant in this today's day and age just because uh, the previously uh, brought up statement of siri the internet google.com spell, spell check. Spe- check spell check there's just so many things out there right, right now you that heard are just first. able to dispel <laughs> things Spelling for is you
5: irrelevant, and then we called obscure we'll be back
4: rsf and welcome back lady lady gentlemen and general beans whatever the fuck you say hey here we go so i got some red wings talk for you guys um Last uh, last week here, the uh, Detroit Red Wings made a trade here. They uh, traded one of their third round picks for a Dylan Sadawi from the San Jose Sharks. Um, looking into this guy here, um, you, know, you know, it's a, he's a heart and soul type of player, real physical dude. Um, if you look him up, you'll find more fighting uh, fighting YouTube vids on him than, than a highlight reel. Um, but in his draft video, um, he, he tends to score a lot, he tends to get a lot of dirty goals, and that's exactly why the Red Wings traded for him. He's a, he's a dirty scorer. And, uh, you know, he, he plays, he plays with a lot of steam. He plays with a lot of edge and, uh, me personally, I, I like the trade. He was a third round draft pick to, uh, to begin with from the Sharks a couple of years back. So all we really did is trade a draft pick for another, uh, you know, third, third overall pick. And the guy, he's, uh, he's 20 years old. He's gotten better and better. And I think, uh, I think the wings need more players like him. So I, I think that was a good pickup for Detroit. And then, uh, moving forward with, uh, with coaches, they're, they're set to interview uh, Todd Richards, um, who is the former head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and he was the head coach of Team USA over in, uh, over in Russia for the World uh, Championships. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be after his vacation time, uh, post-Worlds, he's going to come by Detroit and interview. Uh, when he was with Columbus, that was one year that they had a pretty good little uh, – Pretty good little playoff entrance. They put uh, they put six games up against the, the Pittsburgh Penguins, but ended up losing. Uh, the next year, they uh, they started 0-7. He got fired, and then uh, and he's been kind of just like you know hanging around ever since. But I I think it'd be a good pickup for Detroit. He's a good experienced coach. Um, when he was the head coach of Columbus, they had the seventh best power play in the league. So um, that, that's pretty much all that's going on in the Red Wings front. Uh, rattle off rumors are still going around, and then Datsuk. He's taking two weeks to vacation, Then he will be in Detroit mid-June to uh, finalize things with Ken Holland, which looks like a probable retirement.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think we already called that he's gone, but this rattle of stuff's interesting. We talked about that on one of our first podcasts.
1: They've been talking about this for years, but I'd, I'd be happy to see him come but also surprised.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, it looks like he's coming back. Um, you know, and it, I mean, he's, he's going to be on – He's gonna be on an NHL team no matter what uh this summer. He's just too good of a player to let, you know, walk. And uh I mean for Detroit, does it does it stop the bleeding? No, but does it help? Yes. Sweet. Yeah,
5: I think it's great. We got a uh, defenseman who can score, I believe that's what you said in that trade, right? With San Jose?
4: Uh he's a forward. He, oh, he's, he's a, forward a he's a forward. he's a bigger forward. Uh I, he's, just, he's just a guy that, you know, we could we could really use. And, he, and the nice thing about him, he's, he's already developed. He's already been kind of drafted and everything. Uh, he's going to go straight to Grand Rapids. You know, we don't have to wait for him anymore any in juniors. Uh, he, he's got to get better at skating, uh, maybe a little, little bit better at puck handling, but um, a so a did Holmstrom in both skate? those areas. So, Huh? Did
3: you say he's a hockey player who can't skate?
4: You know, it, it's weird that, like, the, all the reports are like, oh, no, he, he just – He's like really bad at skating and all this. And I, I watched his I watched his film. It's like he's a, he's a, he's a good skater. He's just not you know he's not Connor McDavid.
3: Okay, I was just trying to figure out what you were saying there. Yeah, yeah.
4: It, it was <laughs> really really odd reading his scouting reports. Like, yeah, this guy plays with heart and soul, but it's just his skating is just terrible. I'm like, then why did San Jose pick him in the third round? <laughs> so I'm you know, sure it, he can skate. He's he's a good third round pick. I mean, when you when you watch him play in juniors and stuff, he's a good third round pick. He, he scored a, he's got a couple 40 goal seasons under his belt. Um but if you if you watch his film, all his goals are those dirty goals. He just goes face first to the crease uh and and he, and he you know, he earns his goals. He finishes his checks. Um he plays a good two-way game, so uh, we'll see what happens in the future. He's, he's got to get a little speedier, I think, to be on the show, though.
2: All
5: right. Well, we got to keep things on the ice here and move to teams that are still active, actively involved in playing hockey, I would like to say. Uh,
1: looks Strikes like the you know, there's only two left.
5: You three were right about the Sharks winning. I was wrong about the Blues. I'm too big to admit it. I'm
3: sorry, guys. Yeah, it's okay. They were a little bit of a it's okay it is surprising I mean I did not think Cinderella we'd see had turn
5: back into a mate at some point, and the St. Louis Blues became the choke artist they are in the playoffs. Let's move on to teams that are still playing like I said. What do you guys think is going to happen here anybody well
1: cool. I, was, I was waiting for the niece to Joe to go, but i i I've been saying it forever i I think that uh I think that the west is is a stronger besides uh besides the wings in the east the exception I, I like to call them hippies. remember I said that a couple shows ago. I think the West is a stronger; uh, it has been for the last couple of years. I think the Sharks will take it down in six.
5: Sharks in six, Krasick? Yeah,
4: yeah. I'm gonna agree with Frank, man. The, the The Sharks are just, man, they're just dialed in. I mean, they beat they beat some good hockey teams. You got you got to think about Chicago, right? So there's like a standard in the West, and then the Blues beat them. So I mean, the Blues um, ultimately have. Very, very good hockey team this year. So right now, Joe, I can put
5: you down and you believe in the transitive property in sports. If one team beats a team that beat another, that team would have beat the A would have beaten C
4: as well. You could put it that way. I think you just stayed correct. Intact, but yeah. I, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, the Blues the Blues had a hell of a hockey team this year, man. They had great defense. Their coaching was 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 good. I think kind of had Hitchcock did a great great uh, thing with these guys this year. They had Tarasenko, a great forward. So they they had they had it all this year, and the Sharks ran over them in six games. Man, I mean, there was a couple games I what think the Sharks the final weren't score all game there, six, but
5: six. The Sharks blew them out. I remember was it six nothing? to hang a touchdown on them?
4: Yeah, there was a couple games the Sharks put up six. There's two there's two games also the Sharks shut them out. Man. Uh, I mean the the sharks. I'm telling you, they they just um they just look dialed in. They had a tough series against Nashville, um a really hard-nosed team. So they I think they've seen all the different elements. I mean they beat the Kings in the first round in five games, and the Kings are stacked. Um, so I mean that the, the teams they beat to get where they are right now are no joke. I thought uh, Pittsburgh coming up, they they did beat Washington and uh, Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay was missing Bishop and Stamkos for most of the series and. Uh, honestly, the Rangers—they—they look like crap in the first round, so I, I don't even like—I'm not going to give that one to the Pens, but the the, the Pens look good also. They, they have Sidney Crosby, they have Gani Melkin. You can't—you can't sit there and uh, you know and and say that they're—they're they're not a, a worthy Eastern Conference champion. But but uh, San Jose—they're—they're—they're they're they're big. Thornton and uh, and Pavelski have just got that team, you know. They've righted the ship right now, and they're, they're heading straight to uh, so the finals. So you got the right Sharks out. in six as well? Yeah, I'm taking the Sharks in six.
5: Okay, let's move over to our sacker and UFC expert, Tony, to talk about hockey.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watch a little hockey. I enjoy it. I mean, we got the game on the TV as it's about to start here, but I'm, ag- I'm going to agree with these guys. I'm going to take the Sharks. I mean, part of my reason is because I hate the Penguins, especially Crosby. So, yeah, Sharks and six as well for me. All right, to quote Chris
5: the great sports announcer, Berman. Y'all on the shocks. <laughs> well, guess who isn't? Preston. I got Crosby in five. How many game winners did he have? Did he not have the first three game winners against Tampa What is Bay? your love
3: affair with Sidney Crosby?
5: I don't love him, but that man is playing like his pants are on fire, and he can't find water. All right? I got
1: the Penguins well, in his five. Kids have
3: ice, so he, it would just melt and be water. Yeah, Jerry needs it? to just take his
1: knee pads off. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: you gotta admit that scoring three
5: game winners to get your team to game seven is pretty incredible. Just because you guys hate Crosby, the first time he's been back since '09, he won the last time he was there. The Sharks are inexperienced. They're choke artists penguins in five
1: you were ripping on the penguins in round two a and b i
5: just no 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 you were ripping in the penguins in round two frankie you look i've been Apple, saying the whole
3: boy,
1: the, the whole Eastern conference is a bunch of hippies i said that since day one besides all right well Wings. we'll see what
0: happens so the penguins in five
5: cody who would you pick in this series you can't pick because i want to be the only one on the
0: penguins nah, you don't get a choice I got, I got well you asked him so not, not that i got not that i've got strong opinions here you guys are my my highly my most highly regarded hockey fans but uh I got to go with, uh, with, with Frank, Joe, and Tone here. I'm pretty sure they they're going to be here. I think well, they did a good job with the Blues, and uh, they're going to keep on passing on by. Well,
1: no matter what, if the series does go on, then we'll have a couple shows while the, while the series is still going on, right? Or at least one in a week.
2: Yeah. yeah,
5: we'll have one while it's going on, then one when it's over to talk about me being right and you guys still being wrong. Only uh, time just will tell. In general, everything. Fred Burns, man. Yeah, even Fred Fred though Burns
3: is you were. Uh, line. Wrong yeah, on the last one, so I think it's going to be us being right again and you being wrong again. Yeah, blind pick. Because you can't acorns, go with the group. you got to be different.
4: Brent Burns has the right idea these days, boys. He usually wind it up with a slap value. shot. He just wrists it in. He's doing it Why don't you move value? to
3: Chicago? <laughs> I'm not
1: moving to Chicago. All
5: right, do we have any more thoughts on the NHL here? We're going to let this series unfold and talk about let's it next week.
4: Let's let it ride. Let it ride. It's going to be, going to be four games in by next Sunday, eh? Yep. Yeah,
5: let's let it get it going. Let's move over to that uh, sport they play with uh, a ball that they bounce off the ground. I believe it's called dribbling that they don't really do anymore in the NBA because the traveling's so rampant. But uh, we got ourselves a little Game 7 tonight,
3: 9 p.m., huh? Oh, yeah. Golden State and OKC. I mean, I'm kind of pissed because I was watching a little bit of Game 6, and I was like, oh, great, here go the Warriors. They're going to lose beginning of the fourth quarter. I'm just going to turn this off. And then I turn on Sports Center in the morning, and I regret my decision. You know what, Tony? Since you missed Game 6,
5: I almost want to mute you because I was crawling for cancer <laughs> to every bar in Columbus, and I still <laughs> found a way to manage to watch this game. But I'm going to let you talk for a little bit longer. One more dumb thing, though. We're hitting the mute button until NBA is over. Um, it's going to be a great Game 7 tonight. You want to do predictions first and talk about Game 6? Does that work for everybody? Sure. Yeah, that works. Yeah, All right, uh, we're going to go out to the best Coast Joe.
4: So we're talking game six and then prediction for game seven. Is that what you just said?
5: said Other way around,
4: opposite. Oh, all the way around. Prediction for game seven. Okay. Prediction for game seven. I'm taking the Warriors. Uh, No specific score. I just have the Warriors. I mean, man, they they're at their best this series at home. Um, And and you know after that game six, I mean, how how can you not just be ready to go uh, to to close this thing out at home in front of your fans? I mean, all the momentum right now is sitting with the Dubs. And so, uh, and and that that game six, I mean, the the end, the end said everything and, and, and pretty much the whole game, you know, they stuck with them, stuck with them, stuck with them, tied a few times. Um, and then the last couple minutes, I mean, they just did not panic. OKC panicked. They, uh, they forced a lot of things and, 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 uh, golden state, I mean, the you know, championship experience team, um, they, they, they showed why they were the champs last year and why they, they could be the champs again this year.
1: Well, yeah, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen. All, Like you said, all the momentum's going their way. I mean, everyone uh, was on the OKC Thunder upset bandwagon, and they were up 3-1, to one. then it was 3-2, and it was still kind of like that. And then after that, Game 6, it's just pretty obvious they're going back to the Oracle, they're going to take Game 7, Everyone, what everyone predicted is now going to finally come true. But... Um, Yeah, I mean, Jerry's going to get into it in a minute, but I mean, I think that says a lot to these fickle fans, these quote-unquote Warriors fans, and the same goes for OKC, but especially the Golden State fans, but yeah, my prediction, uh, definitely Warriors, going to meet up with LeBron in the finals, Game 6, definitely set the tone, and uh, we'll start talking about those fickle fans here in a minute. I'm
5: going to get my prediction in before I get to the fickle's fans, because... I hated what I saw happen this week in the sports media, but yeah, golden State, you got out the home team just based on the numbers. I think the home team in Game Sevens, the NBA is 129. Those are pretty good odds. Of yeah, and how many
1: games did they lose at home? Anyway? Jeez, oh
4: that's like, ridiculous.
5: Yeah, I mean, home court advantage is huge in basketball. You got to think about people waving at free throws and Steph Curry shot at that rim literally a million times. Kevin Durant's done how many? Maybe a thousand. Those numbers are just in Golden State's favor. I'm not saying OKC can't win. Because Kevin Durant has the ability to put up seventy at any given night, but pretty sure if you want to put money on this game, I want to take the line. I think it'll be closer. I think it's Golden State's getting seven, but Golden State's going to win this game. Tony, how do you feel?
3: I'm agreeing with everybody else. I'm saying Golden State's going to win this thing. I mean, like you guys said, you kind of got to go with the home team in Game Seven. Also, I mean they're they're the defending champs that, and they had a great year. It's a team that knows how to win, and I mean a lot of their wins this year were big but they had some where they had to gut it out at the end so yeah i mean
1: i, I would be amazed if the thunder won i'd be that I, I
3: and be amazed. and talking about the thunder i mean this is a thunder's team a thunder team that we've seen in the past where when it's been crunch time they've completely fallen apart
1: time and time again yeah, yeah. you're right like that's where the warriors I, fall apart no, uh, it was he's a thunder. the thunder. Oh yeah. Like Durant, when they were in oh, the no, finals and the past show we got everything. a question about that. Yeah, we we all know how we all feel about Durant on the show too, right? Yeah. Okay. All our listeners it, know that. Cody, what do you think, man? Give us a prediction. with Farn Mall. Speak Jeez. up, man. You got to have an opinion on the game.
0: You well, know I'm here? I'm here on the side, you know. You guys are my you guys are my 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 mainstream uh basketball fans but i've been following i've been following slightly I, gsw you know we call it we call it a gunshot wound over at uh, in the hospital but the warriors are going to take over this series here and you know something I, you know you know You know something i want to tell you this i'm pretty sure that most i don't want to say most basketball fans but I, I, just, I just think that curry versus lebron during this entire basketball season has been a uh it's been a thought up in process from uh, from from long beginning and uh, a
5: little conspiracy
0: theory. I know, yeah, it might here. be a conspiracy, might be whatever whatever it is, but I think it's kind of fun that they do match up here. Golden State had such an amazing season, and LeBron's just LeBron. I think this is just going to be a good matchup at the at the end run, and uh, I think Golden State would be a, a good pair up here. So that's be very beautiful. Put put you, uh, I like
1: that you know. put up the
5: pairing. We're going to talk about what happens in either case scenario right after this, but uh, let's get to the fickle fans here before we get to our question. All right. Whenever it was 3-1 this week, maybe Monday or Tuesday, i turn on first take and uh, Michael Smith, or not first take, his and hers. Michael Smith's out there crucifying Steph Curry for not playing well. Like, he's some kind of like, oh, what's happened? The series ain't over. When Golden State's backs were to the wall and they had to win four straight games to set the 73-9 in record, beat the Bulls, what'd they do? Won four straight at the end against Memphis, Memphis, Spurs, Spurs. I hate how the frickin' it goes back and forth. And now that it's three three and they're going home, you can't find a person on ESPN that won't say Golden State turned it around, they're the greatest team ever. Couple you can't go from five days being a laughing stock on ESPN to being five days the greatest. I hate it, and I think you guys should hate it too. That's
3: what they do with everything though on ESPN. Everything is like, Oh, this team went from first to worst, so this team went from worst to first. It's all they ever do on that
1: channel. That's why RSF's taken over. <laughs> Exactly. opinions
0: coming
3: up on the show.
5: And I also don't want to hear any Oklahoma City fan call Golden State fans bandwagon fans because OKC was not a team eight years ago, and you got lucky to get Kevin Durant because the Portland Trailblazers took Greg Oden in the biggest draft bus in
1: history. There isn't a real Thunder fan in this tri-state there can't area.
5: be a real Thunder fan. It's impossible. They don't have long enough to not be a bandwagon fan, and... I will stand by that I've been a Golden State fan since they upset the Mavericks back in 08 or 06, whenever that was, and that does make me a bandwagon fan, but I didn't just jump on when my boy Draymond got drafted by
1: him. So you're just kind of a bandwagon fan.
5: Yeah, but my bandwagon, I've been riding it pretty long, you know, my ass is wearing it into the seat, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: okay.
4: <laughs> I don't I don't think you could count yourself as a bandwagon fan though, if like like for instance, my, my you know, my team's obviously the Pistons but I'm still gonna root for somebody in the playoffs. I'm gonna keep watching. So I mean, like i I mean, in this case, I'm just rooting for Golden State. I, I like. Yeah. Why I like not the, the team that went
1: 73 and nine? You know, heck. Yeah. Why not? I
5: mean, and the as far as bandwagon goes, they are the most exciting team to watch in basketball. The way they shoot threes, how they shoot, how they pass the ball, how they move the rock. They play good team defense. They're a little bit smaller in size, but they got Iggy coming off the bench. They're a fun basketball team to watch.
4: I will say this, and Cody brought it up, and I think it was a very, very good point. I think everybody wants to see the rematch, LeBron For and Curry. Sure. And For
0: I sure. think that the whole state of Ohio has recently become uh, OKC. Yeah, I found that out fans. the hard way in Columbus. Uh, they are all deathly scared to see uh, GSW jump against uh, LeBron and the Cavs Cody because they're worried about – uh, they're worried about you know a a a, a collapse. You know LeBron's taking it to uh, the the finals. Well, yeah, they saw what happened to
3: the Cavaliers last year. They don't want to see that again. They I want know. to.
0: They can see it and they. They want LeBron
3: to win him a title before he ditches town again. They so can we can all, all agree out again.
5: there that it's been pretty fickle in the sports media this last week. Nobody's going to stand by their guns. Everybody's just jumping on whichever team's hot in this series.
3: That's how most sports media is, especially with ESPN, okay. which is why ESPN's kind of becoming a joke.
5: Looking at the series as a whole. Obviously, OKC got a 3-1. We have the classic scenario of you slipping back down. You lose game five on the road. That always happens. You don't close it on six. You normally lose in 7 da da But is OKC choking the series away, or is Golden State rising to the top like Kareem normally does?
1: Well, I think that's why you play a seven-game series. I think the better team's going to win every time. In this case, it's come down to the seventh game, and I do think that GSW, as we're now calling them, is going to take it down, like I said before. However... If we're going to break it down a little bit, you cannot count out OKC. You have to remember they have won two of the games that they've won of the 3 in blowout fashion. They do have Durant who as much as I think he's a douche and a tool and a dweeb, he can he's a sniper and he's a bad man. They got Westbrook who's one of my favorite players, so you can't count him out. I just think they're going to lose. I don't think it's going to be a choke job in any way. I think okay. that's why you play 7.
4: I think I you know, I was just thinking about this a little bit ago, Jerry. I I think the cream is slowly rising to the top. I you, you look at the way the whole playoffs kind of you know played out is uh you know Golden State went through the second round without Curry for a lot of it. Um, they're, they're kind of like you know the first couple rounds they're just a, above and beyond uh, those two teams. I mean it's really they're just kind of like floating until they got to the conference final anyways. And then you have OKC who's who's playing their best basketball, um, having to eliminate the Spurs and, and having to play their best basketball. They're already there. They're they're you know they're ready and OKC or, you know OKC or you know they're past the warm up. They're, they're playing top-notch. Uh, they got in fifth gear, and, uh, and Golden State, they they just had to catch up, you know. So I, I think, the you know, like you said, the cream is just rising to the top. Yeah, I actually have to agree with you because
5: Frank, he took the words from my mouth. In a seven-game series, the better team normally does win. And, the, and NFL, they only play one game. The hottest team is going to win, not the best team. Basketball and hockey, you're going to get the best team winning the championship that year. And – Golden State did get off to a rough start, but now they got tied 3 3. It's going to be a great series. Or a great game. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting really excited for the game as we sit here. I hope you guys are too.
3: Half hour. Yeah, no, I think that uh, Golden State, they were kind of had it in cruise control the first couple rounds, where OKC, they had to play the Spurs, so they had to be on their A game. So at the start of the series, you got OKC on their A game. Golden State's still kind of just sitting there in cruise control, and they had to kick it up to top gear there to so win this series now. And then they'll come in ready to go against Cleveland, hopefully, and take them out again.
5: All right. It's a beautiful we, take. We've mentioned Cleveland a couple of times. Let's go over to the East. We weren't we were on the air for their demolition of the Raptors, and I think we can all agree that the Raptors just won their two games. They tried really hard at home, and then they said, I'm, we know we're not going to win this. Let's just get to the golf course. Because they were in a casino in Cleveland like a half an hour before the game. So let's talk about this. Maybe um, they are putting bets on the spread. Do you think that Cleveland's – got options here. You can take Cleveland over either team, Cleveland over one of the teams, or Cleveland over neither team in the final, depending on the winner here. Because by the time this gets to next week, the finals will be started. Our predictions will be kind of dumb. So let's predict the finals now depending on who wins game seven.
1: Okay, I think I understood that. You put it yeah, really complex, little, but, little, yeah, I got it. Uh, I'll take the wheel first. Okay, LeBron is going to get his third ring. Golden State is going to win tonight, and LeBron is going to beat Golden State in the finals. And, uh, how many that, games? You can book that. And they, uh, It could take a while. Like, we just talked about the seven-game theory, but uh, I think it's going to be six games. LeBron's not joking around. He's going to go into attack mode, and he's going to take down Steph Curry because he's a regular season hero,
3: and he's a fraud. God, how do you talk about LeBron's dick no. in your mouth? Hey, he's over here
1: with his knee pads on. Crosby, I'm just speaking fact, okay? <laughs> LeBron's going to go into the promised land to get his third ring. Steph Curry's just got a little time to wait. He's got one, he can wait. He's LeBron's in his prime, his
3: peak. I mean, I will say this: I I think if OKC wins tonight, that Cleveland would beat OKC. But oh, I just do not five. I do not see Golden State losing to Cleveland. They beat them last year, and I think they can do it again.
1: I mean, that was with. Uh, scratched Kevin Love and uh, injured uh, Kyrie. Which normally would be
5: good things with them coming back, and that would benefit him versus OKC, but Kevin Love's too soft to go against Draymond, and Kyrie Irving doesn't play defense, so Curry's going to be wide open. It's actually, Curry's going to have more points than he did last in the finals.
1: Well, Curry's over here missing shots. I watched Game Six. I mean, I was sober when I watched, I'm and he was sure missing a hell lot. Gotta get the misses one. out of your
3: system, man. Just get them out of your system ahead of time.
1: Yeah, he made a clutch shot. I can take the words out of your mouth. He did make a clutch shot, but I think his percentage was like thirty-eight percent. A thirty-eight percent on threes? No, no, no. Overall,
5: oh, overall, I say thirty-eight percent on threes is better than Michael Jordan average. But uh, no. what do you think about this,
4: Joe? I think uh, I think it's gonna be Golden State wins tonight, and then uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to beat them in seven hey. games, um, what? because of, because of this, I, uh, Kyrie's healthy, um, and Kevin Love, uh, I, I don't know about Kevin Love, man, he's, he's kind of a weird guy to me, he, he's that th- that dude just seems out there, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how he does, but I, I think, I think LeBron, um, LeBron's nice. got these calves rolling, you know, before the playoffs, they were saying the locker room was a little bit of a mess, um, and all of a sudden the playoffs start and they won ten straight games and no one no one really questioned the locker room after that. they were like, Oh my god, like look at yeah, this. Yeah, winning so, does
5: fix everything.
4: Yeah, so I mean <laughs> 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 I mean, geez oh Pete's, you know. And it's not like you know, we we talked about lack of parity in the NBA, but you know, then again, I mean to just go ten straight. I mean that that's that's pretty good. The Raptors, they they were a good team this year, but uh, you know, and then Cleveland Cleveland came home, took care of business and then, you know, that was it, so
1: so you're with, the, you're with the other genius, right, Joe? You got, you got the Cavs.
4: All right, there are two geniuses I, say, in this podcast say and maybe a
0: third if we add
5: Cody, but the two geniuses share a lot of the same DNA because they're biologically brothers. Okay, Golden State <laughs> is going to win. I also agree that Cleveland would kill OKC, but Golden State is going to definitely destroy Cleveland. They can't guard them. They just don't match up. They played twice in the regular season. It was blowouts both times. The reason why Cleveland can beat OKC okay, is because LeBron can actually check Kevin Durant. So you got my opinion on it.
1: Well, you're wrong about the genius thing because there is three, but you two, the brothers, are the mutated ones.
5: <laughs> All right, one last quick thing about did
1: win the Spelling Bee today. Yeah, yeah who's who, What other Spelling Bee champion is on this show right now? <laughs> Me.
4: Oh. <laughs> what other losers oh, on this show?
1: Oh, boy. You. uh, This is getting confrontational now. There might be a scrap before this next commercial
5: (laughs) break. Hey,
3: I did win the Geography B back in middle school.
5: Tony was actually back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back world Geography B champion, but let's not brag about our A's that we got in college and almost had a 4.0. We could all go there, but... uh, Wait, who here almost got a 4.0? Use that geography now to find the toilet. I want to talk about something that's a little bit different. (laughs) Everybody knows what Clay Thompson did was great, but nobody's really putting in the concept of how great it is compared to other records. I think it might be one of the best... Basketball records, oh. there, he had 11 he hit threes at the most clutch times. One of them was from 30 feet away. Like, I can't think of another
4: record that's better than this. Oh, my God. That shot was unreal. God, are
3: we really talking about Klay
1: Thompson? I don't even see this on the show. Klay Thompson with the shot. Boy! Klay Thompson is a nerd, man. He's, they're lucky he made that shot. can't say it's better than there. Wilt's 100 points, well, but as far as basketball nerd. goes. Go ahead, that Joe.
4: Ner- that nerd shot 33 points from outside the arc. Yeah. He was lucky.
5: Not to mention, in the last five minutes, it was pretty much Clay Thompson's three versus OKC at the line. At one point, free throws, OKC had 10 more attempts, and that's I think they scored half their points in the fourth quarter off free throws. Without the refs and their tinky-tack fouls, it's it's even worse than, what was it? They scored 18, outscored 29 to 18 in the fourth.
1: Man, I'm not yeah. feeling all this GSW love on the show. I feel like I'm on the four-letter or the four-letter network right now. You got Skip Bayless and Stephen A. The only logical one is Cody. I might have to change my take just to mix things up around
0: you here. You sound like you're getting a, a gunshot wound yourself.
1: Seriously, <laughs> dang, Clay Thompson,
3: Clay Thompson, we're breaking him down. He had That's one lucky good. game, Clay Thompson. <laughs> Behind Clay Thompson had more than one lucky game.
5: Behind Magic Clay Johnson's Thompson. all his triple doubles, and uh, Wilt Chamberlain's hundred points in a game. This is. I think, the best record in basketball to have. In the most clutch time, he had the most clutch performance maybe of all time in the playoffs.
4: Yeah, I it wasn't out, like it was just some Joe Blow regular season game. I mean, this was game six, elimination game, facing elimination in the Western Conference Final. And uh, I know
5: there's other performance with more points than Kelly Thompson's 42, I believe he had, but the fact that down the line, come down, shoot, come off the screen, shoot. In the fourth quarter alone, I think he had four three-pointers.
1: That... Is absolutely
5: remarkable in like the last five minutes.
1: You could say this about a lot of performances over a lot of the years and a LeBron lot of games. LeBron hit. comes out against the Celtics one time, drops fifty five in a clutch game in a clutch moment where he needs to do it. it, it it's just another LeBron performance. But Clay really? Thompson, Clay Thompson, it does record. it, and it's the he's greatest record in history. He's the next coming of I thought, Wilt Chamberlain. I God, man, this guy is on there. If, if you Wayne go, Thompson got to play against it, the white
5: people that fucking Will Chamberlain did, he'd put up 300 a game. RSF like, should fetch you a pink Come slip
1: on. and you should go work for ESPN. They probably pay a little better for now. This <laughs> is exactly why <laughs> I got it. Is today. Is basketball Fire. that bad and lag parody so much? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, this guy's a phony. Oh, hold on. This guy's hold Skip, Skip Bayless's nephew. I want to chime in here. Skip I, Bayless he's from the Oklahoma. Warriors. I think that is important. I think it's important that we have some more, more All Stars on these squads that we have naming off besides LeBron and Curry. If and when GSW pops into the finals, Kyrie we're gonna have love. we're gonna have multiple people jumping on game. I think that the I think I honestly think this NBA Finals is gonna be. Tristan, my Uh, boy, it's it's going to be a fireworks show. It's going to be a good. It's going to be. It's going to be. LeBron's
1: sitting back, just waiting while these guys duke it out. These guys are all going to be beat up. We haven't even talked about. We don't have time to talk about the durability factor of all these teams. LeBron's been coasting through. He let Toronto have a couple for exhibition purposes.
4: Getting so jacked right now. I'm about to, like, what are we well, I'm getting what? jacked because we
1: got Skip Bayless's nephew over here just yeah. getting fired up, and he's Don't getting Don't ever call me Skip Bayless, man. These are Jer- Jerry Bayless. <laughs> you know how hard it is? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Bayless. <laughs> <Your> t- he's <laughs> comparing him to Will Chamberlain. I haven't seen this much blood pressure, Rajon Gerard. This is good for the this is good for the radio program, but man, we might have to back you a pink slip. Is we should suspend him. to
5: hit at NBA range. Everybody thinks it's easy. You don't realize how much these guys practice. He hit 11, and it wasn't like he hit 11 in the first quarter. It wasn't over the game. In the fourth quarter, it was just that was Golden State's offense. Then Steph Curry hit one. Steph Curry did finger roll. Klay Thompson closed it out. All I'm saying is I watched greatness unfold last night. Wow. And besides a couple of records, it has to be the top five for records. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh, you sound like one of these girls from Baylor.
3: Jeez. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Frank! Whoa. is
5: that a segue? Is that a segue? All right, we're going to take a little break here, and we're going to change the tune to something much more negative,
3: rape and trying to cover it up.
1: RSF. All right, RSF, and we're back. We're having a ton of fun, but we're going to switch over to something serious, and we are going to have to tread carefully on this one. Uh, a little bit of a touchy subject. we got some alleged... Occurrences that happened at the University of Baylor, um, similar. I mean,
3: some of them aren't alleged. Some of the guys are in prison for twenty years for this. Okay, I'm just treading carefully,
1: picking our mediums carefully. Okay, so Baylor University, um, similar to the the stuff that happened over at Penn State with Joe Pa. There's a lot a lot of uh, smelly stuff. Things getting covered up. Um, there's talk of you know rape, covering up by you know the football players and athletes in general by higher ups, coaches, trainers. Um, athletic directors, and it was bad in the media, and a lot of it sounds like it's even worse than we thought. It's a lot of its ongoing, but basically, Tony's done a lot of a lot of his homework on this. Um, fill us in, Tony, on what's going on as far as the the allegations, the alleged the the, the facts, and what's happening. Then we'll dive into the both sides of it because there is there is two sides to this, if not more.
3: All right, so basically, what's going on down in Baylor is there were reports that the school was trying to cover up rapes and sexual assaults by members of the football team. And so they hired a private law firm to look into it. And the law firm came back and gave them their report. And once details of the report started coming out, the school quickly went into uh, PR mode. We got to s- save our ass and try and save face here real quick. So they fired Art Bryles, the football coach They uh, put the athletic director on probation, and he actually just resigned. The president of the university, they said that they were removing him as president, but he was still the chancellor of the law school. And so basically what uh, happened was they had women reporting sexual assaults and rapes by football players, and there's reports that the football coaches Would then go to the victims or their families and try and talk talk them out of pursuing it. The police just wouldn't investigate or. Strong arming it. Or would say, like, oh, we got to talk to the football player. And they'd wait a little while to talk to the football player. Usually in that time is when it's reported that the coaches would then try and talk to the uh, complainants to try and get them to not uh, pursue charges against the football players. You had a guy who went from Boise State to Baylor and before he even got to play at Baylor, got in trouble. And then it came out that he had a lot of the same issues going on at Boise State. And Art Bryles tried to say that he had no idea. And then Boise State's coach, Chris Peterson, came out and said, no, I told you every single thing that he allegedly did, which was and every single reason for why we were kicking him off our team in the first place. So don't try and put this on us. You knew who he was and you wanted him because he could play football. And so, I mean, yeah, it's a situation where they didn't do anything that violated NCAA rules, but there's definitely a lot of possible violations of just laws in general, you know what, Tony?
5: I like that you brought up no NCAA rules, but law- laws in general. Because correct me if I'm wrong. Art Briles is not a police officer, correct? No. He's a so football. he cannot arrest anybody for doing any crimes except a citizen's arrest. No. All the blame here should fall squarely on the police. Because a football coach's job is to protect his players against all things. He's a father. And if my kid's out there raping somebody and I may or may not know, I'm going to defend them to the end. This is
3: how it is. You defend. Yeah, but at the same time, this is the school would have their, uh, like student personal conduct reviews. I don't think when the women would make these complaints, and somehow the school always found the football players innocent and said, "Oh yeah, they're fine. They can keep playing." And then these guys are going to court and they're getting sentenced to twenty years and convicted when there's a higher um, burden of proof to get a guilty verdict in a court of law than there is in like. The little yeah. uh, okay. conduct review boards at the school.
5: All right. I do agree that rape's messed up, but it's a specifically a criminal issue. It is There shouldn't be a review board at school regardless for rape. They can't do anything about it. Whether well, they can kick you out of school for raping somebody, you should be in jail. Like you yeah. Said.
3: that's. I mean, that's what it is. is like all But schools you should also
5: shouldn't be kicked out of jail until proven guilty in a court of law. I believe... By the letter of the law, we're not guilty until proven guilty by a jury of our yeah, peers. Yeah, but you can
3: still, like, put a guy on suspension until he gets all his issues sorted out instead of, oh, yeah, no, he's definitely going to be There's no way this Saturday. works out, and Art Riles might be a horrible human being
5: for going to these families and saying that stuff, and rape's truly a horrible thing to do, but he's not a cop. It's not his job to arrest anybody.
1: Okay, well, let's just get this in here. I like what both of you guys said. We're going to have to get this in here. and once I'm just going to say this. It's not my opinion or the opinions of RSF. This is just what someone would say. But we have to get this in because I know this is going to affect your guys' take on each side of it. Now, a lot of these accusations, either alleged or not alleged, are, you know, first of all, Baylor's just now coming to be a prominent athletic institution. And a lot of these allegations, you know, could ruin a, uh, an athlete's life. You know, so if these girls are going to go to a counselor or, you know, some kind of thing that they have. Well, they couldn't in the go to
3: a counselor because the school well, refused to them Well, I'm just saying, Tony, that. a lot of these
1: allegations could ruin someone's life, so you have to tread very carefully. And it is the job of the police, but there's a lot of variables that go into these things that we have seen in the past at major universities where these, I'm, again, not me or the RSF, but the girls were making it up. And you know you can't just go ruining people's lives before it's all proven in the saying court of ruin law.
3: people's lives. I'm saying you a rape actually... allegation
1: is going to ruin someone's life. Someone comes around accusing us of something like that. It's going to fuck with. Well, their I'm life. saying
3: you investigate it. You get to the bottom of it. Not the police, the school, and they. The school investigates it, and they come up with, "Oh no, it's fine. This guy can keep playing football." And then the guy goes into a court of law with a higher burden of proof, and they're finding him guilty, and he's doing 20 years in prison now.
5: Yeah. I mean, th- these people should have been playing football. I agree with that. But in Texas, football is king. You can get it with anything if you're good at football. Baylor, for the first time, was successful. Everybody who went to Baylor got to brag it, put their chest out about it. Stuff like this is going to get swept under the rug. But it's the cops that are at fault here. That's the point I'm making. It's the police. If these women went to the police and they didn't do anything about it, they didn't pursue this to the highest extent of their power, every single one of them should be in jail. Art Bryant well, was, was just fans. defending his people.
3: And that, I, and I, I mean, there's a lot of talk that there's a lot of pressure from the university. Because oh, in the they are they're paying the cops. Well, the off thing for is, sure. is, in the town they're in, the university is one of. If it's not the biggest, it's like in the top three we for biggest have employees. Guys, this is Obvious. an
1: internet podcast. We can speak fast. We don't have to beat around the bushers. So if you have an opinion, just say it, all right? We know what's really going on here. We don't have to sugarcoat or bleep anything out here, okay?
3: Yeah, football was king, and so raves got alleged, but football is God in Texas, and therefore yes, even okay. a Christian university and will put football and what above what is they're doing is putting a mandate right. on the
5: problem by firing our Briles. Our brother there are... Ninety-five. Yeah, that, I there mean, are 95 the thing, that, kids on an NCAA football team. It's not like all 95 of Arabia people. There's people who signed up to play for somebody, and now their life, it will never be the same because Art Bryles is gone.
1: Baylor and who are these girls, and, though? How many, girls how many accused girls are there? How many accused girls are there? Where did this all stem from, Tony? You're the, you're the one that read up on it. Where are these girls? I don't in-
3: know how many girls there are. What are we talking about more are coming out now. But there was at least, I think, three or four that basically came Saying out. Saying what happened. Saying that they were raped right. and the school tried to cover it One up. One
5: was a soccer team. But see, if the school's trying to cover it up, that's messed up. But the police shouldn't let that happen. I don't get why we had a private lawyer. Like, that's the reason why we pay taxes is that police do good police work. If they hear about a rape, they need to investigate to, as far as they can. And if they mess it up, it's on them. It's not on a football coach to know whether or not his players rape somebody.
3: If, point blank. Well, you got a school and a football coach saying, oh, well, I know you want to talk to our player, but they're not available Yeah, give us about a week, and then he'll come talk to you. And then after that week, they've talked to the complainant and got the complainant to not follow up. So by the time they talk to the football player, the football player says, Oh, it didn't happen, and they go to the girl and the girl doesn't want to talk anymore.
1: Well, maybe one might say that she was just informed on some of her choices that she might have, and you know, maybe she decided to go in a different direction
0: with her take. It's a different I chain of command, too. You're not gonna go to you go to a football coach because your player raped somebody. That's not what happens. Like you don't go to your coach, you gotta go. That's to, what I'm saying. Completely like, different systems it's the, the same built thing built as the Joe
5: Pie situation with the molestation of little boys. Joe Pie isn't the police. His job has nothing to do with that. Like, I know that Art Riley should be a good person and go to the police and be like, "Yeah, my players are raping people. Please help me out." I'm not but saying that's not gonna happen to go to the police. They're going to win at that. all
2: costs. You,
5: if a, if a football coach ever sells out one player, he'll never get one five star prospect again. You have to defend your players to the end. And I'm not saying the culture we live in now and sell out your players. I'm and saying don't sad. go intimidate victims. Yeah, he obviously shouldn't be doing that. And if he was doing that, he deserves every bit of getting fired. But he should have had nothing to do with it in the first
3: place. The rape is criminal. Football is a sport. Two whole different things. Okay, and then when the police say, "Hey, we want to talk to this player," it shouldn't be okay. Well, give me a week or so to set something up with you. It should be okay. Oh, no. Let me go grab this. You're 100 right there. Bring if you, the police
5: yeah. want to talk to a kid, he should be on the spot right then and there. They should be fobbing his fingernails for DNA. As everyone else, Joey, you have been pretty silent on this issue. Are you even there?
1: Yeah. Are you? Is this are
5: you
4: on, Joe? I'm just, I'm just listening uh, very carefully here. So this is, this is my question is how is this going to affect future uh, operations and at universities when this, this topic comes up again because uh, this is not the first time and it will definitely not be the last time.
5: Well, the big there was the big one at Duke that was completely false about the rape. The girl just made it up to try to get money out of Duke lacrosse players. It shut down the yeah, – yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's these what are I'm like, talking about though.
3: But these are legitimate. There's literally former no. Baylor football players sitting in prison – no, Convicted I agree the these are legitimate.
5: Years back, but yeah. I like what Joe was saying cuz as it getting sensitive to the point where if you get accused of rape as a player, let's say you didn't do it, are you just automatically going to get kicked off the team? I believe that happened to no, somebody in Alabama. Al- like there's a kid in Alabama that got accused of domestic violence. The girlfriend, she got ki- he got kicked off the team. The girlfriend came out and said, "No, I lied and made it up." No tampering, no nothing. She was like, "Yeah, I just, literally just wanted to fuck up his life." That's why I said it. And he'll never play football again because of that. Women
4: well, what I'm what I'm saying too is this is becoming a I'm bigger, bigger I'm
5: not trying to be, be misogynist right now well, it's getting either. Further and further. What I'm we're saying is away. we need you're to right. have our police handling these issues and keep this out of football. Like sports are for fun. This stuff is real world bullshit, but
1: it should be taken but care of the, the real, real world, world. J- What you're saying, saying is come true. Your
3: fun. What you're saying so, is
1: true, but what happened? What the reality of it is is it's not happening that way. What you're saying is what should be happening, but we're talking about what's going on in Texas, and what's happening is it seems that the police. And the university, because of strong arming, are in cahoots, and they're, they're covering up these yeah. alleged rapes. And at the same time, you got girls prancing around, and I'm just being honest. They're going around drinking and sketch clothes, which makes it even harder for us to decipher. And I'm just playing the this devil's isn't advocate. isn't the 60s, Frank. I'm just saying. Okay, well, it's
3: Texas. If, if Baylor University
5: covered up rapes, the coach did it, he definitely should have gotten Skirts fired. and
1: four locos. If
5: this is all true, and I'm assuming it is because Tony Nomi doesn't spread lies. Somebody's got to say it. They they should close down the football program forever. Just for They should let those kids, they should give up their scholarships. They can go to other schools if they're good enough and not. They weren't going to play football anyways. I don't,
4: I don't and, think they should close it down forever, but maybe like the death penalty.
5: Yeah, they definitely need to get the death penalty because rape's way worse than paying players. And if the NCAA doesn't oh, give them yeah. the death penalty, we know that they don't care about rape either. And oh,
1: I'm, Cody's not familiar with the term death penalty. We're talking about... A death penalty for the college
0: program. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, we no, we're not talking it's, about capital it's, it's, punishment. It's, it's, here. He had a
1: shocked look on his face. For it yeah, no, no it's, none of your games are on term. TV.
5: You can't go to a bowl game. You can't do any postseason play. You can't. Bucks. I don't even think you're giving one. Stuff. might argue that rape should be punishable by the death penalty. I, I, that, that's, yeah, that's the other thing. We're going to get into the fucking rape conversation. Rapists aren't normal people, their brains don't function correctly. It's actually a mental illness that causes these people to do this. Normal people don't rape. I never once had a thought, man, I want to rape that person. Rapists walk around all day trying not to rape people. It's fucking they have a problem in their goddamn brain and that's why the criminal side of it needs to get smart on this issue and keep it out of art briles hands and any coach ever Izzo had to deal with this coach Izzo at michigan state adrian payne and keith ablin got accused of raping a freshman turned out to be completely false we they had to take back the night protest at the michigan state well midnight it happens madness. all the time and it's it just happens
1: all the time so what how far well, i don't want rape in sports it was well, all that's all I'm what, saying. No one had to have this. Keep conversation. the rape on the field, right, boys? No, but well, seriously, that's what,
4: was, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> no, the future. No, but Tony, how
1: far along are we in this? Like, what's going on with this? Do we have a current, any current knowledge on this? Like, as of right now, or is this still ongoing? Or oh, well, I mean, it's gonna be ongoing for a little while. Yeah, I mean, so, it's
3: still ongoing. I mean, there's players who have been convicted in a court of law and are sitting in prison. There's some more that. Uh, there's allegations against right now.
1: Well, yeah, but the, the whole Baylor thing, I saw that, what was it, like a 30 for 30? I mean, people have been raping at state or all these places. You can't just say, oh, they raped it." There, Nobody once. raped anybody at state. Oh, yeah, there's a rape trail. But Whoa. I'm just saying, you can't just say, okay, yeah, those guys from Baylor, remember those guys from Baylor a couple years Hope ago? Sean Oakland went down for sexual assault. Yeah, so you can't prove that for now, though. You can't use that as, you know... That's the one real nice
5: thing about having Cody is here, he actually spent some time at the Baylor teaching hospital, I believe. Is that correct, Cody? Yeah, that's
0: true.
1: Give us a live well, take.
5: Were there any and... rumors? Did you hear any like mummies about this take. when you were there? Did you even pay attention? I
4: thought <laughs> like Cody is there with a the video camera, <laughs> like recording these <laughs> rapes, <drinks>. Frank. <laughs> ah, I'm ah, trying to make it sound sexier. Sick. I don't mean to use the sexier He's in this. He's like, like a commentator on the matter.
1: <laughs> we're gonna fly him down.
0: <laughs> let me let me give you uh let, let me give you a misconception that uh Baylor Baylor's hospital is in Waco uh ba- baylor university is actually in the city of waco which is located just south of uh, dallas i was in the city of houston where uh where baylor's hospital happened to be however i was in the giant state of te- texas and i mean during my time period there i didn't really get much rumors of that however i did get a gigantic grasp on how much these uh these texans love their football more than i expected i mean from from, from high school to middle school to every level of play, these guys love their football
1: More than the well-being of a woman in your eyes? Uh, I don't know.
0: You know, I'm, take it. I am big enough to
5: admit when I was wrong, like I said earlier, I'm actually looking at the timeline of this. There was three different players. Sean Open actually transferred from Penn State. A guy with the last name of Elliott transferred from, uh, I think, actually Central. And then if you said the guy from uh, Boise, State. Boise State, there was three people that transferred and then got sexual assault afterwards. So it honestly does look like Art Briles doesn't care. But I also stand by my point that he shouldn't have to care because these guys should be in prison. They should actually be put under the fucking prison if they did it. People. If they did it, obviously. But
1: we could go on about this all
0: day, guys. I just
5: I think it's a really shitty situation that a football coach had to deal with it. But I also think Art Brows is a really shitty person. I don't I think, think that's they- all I can say. I think I. I, made my I, point did, I just point. think
0: that if a raper is a rapist, he's the one that's held responsible. Nobody else on the team, whether it be the coach or somebody that is in you know in charge of him his management or whatever. Like, yeah, they're talking about cover-ups Yeah, that. but the
3: coach is trying to cover up. That's the
0: issue. I agree, but you know what? It Coaching just, It just comes down to accountability. accountability. We should just it's get all right. the facts. Sports life and personal life are two separate things. Right? Let's just get all the facts before we, do we go like shutting major programs down. We do like our share conspiracy
5: theories here, but uh, I'm just reading on this timeline right now that the wife with the president lobbied for a... Uh, child molester to get community service instead a jail time so at this point i think Baylor might just be a corrupt little place to go and i don't think i'm ever going to send my kids there or i'm going to go
0: there
3: i would
5: yeah and they're like
3: a baptist there. university
5: all oh, those
0: baptists right? however their hospital was a very fine university they got one of the best hospitals in, this, in the state of texas
5: do you have anything else to add out in uh, seattle joe or are you just kind of trying to stay away from the rape thing
4: no you know i mean overall i mean it comes down to you know accountability so You know, if something happens with the the guy's players um, and and he catches some kind of wind of it, I mean, yes, he's not the police and and yes, he's not the guy who did it, but he's still got to be a part of doing the right thing. And that's reporting uh, some of that to the right people. And I I get he's going to protect his players. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you're the one recruiting and it's your coaching staff and it's your team. And so are you going to be a leader? Are you going to be a chump and get fired? And he's the chump and he got fired. Beautiful.
5: That was actually very well said, Joe. Um, we're going to take a real quick break. That's enough of the rape. Yeah. Come back and talk about something happier. I'm sorry about this depressing segment. And I hope, two minutes. I hope nobody ever gets raped again. RSF. We're going to go to that DCFC, Detroit City Football Club. Tony's been begging to put us, them back on the air. So let's Literally. see what you got, Tony.
3: All right. So basically, uh, we didn't have a show last weekend. This is when I was going to bring it up. Um so, Friday, May 20th, they had their big home opener at Keyworth Stadium in Hamtramck, which they moved there from Castech Tech in Detroit because they were selling out and they have to turn people away at the gate. So, they were moving to a bigger stadium that needed to be redone. They raised almost $750,000, which is three-quarters of a million for those of you Thanks. who would like it in terms of millions.
1: Calling our fans dumb? No, I'm just
3: kidding. No, I'm just saying, like, all right, Some people went, continue. it's a lot of money. Yeah, they raised a ton of money through the fans to redo this stadium. So they have the home opener, and they're saying that the capacity for the stadium was going to be about 6,000. Well, the official attendance for the home opener was 7,410, which beat the previous NPSL, which is the league that Detroit City FC plays in. They beat the old record. Of fifty one thousand for attendance at a regular season game, maybe fifty one hundred. Yeah, sorry, fifty one hundred because they had about twenty three hundred more people there. So that's amazing for the team. They also played a friendly against a team from the sixth division in England this past Saturday, the twenty eighth. They tied them three three, which I mean is a really great result when you are playing a team from England like that. And there was over six thousand people at that game as well. So, I mean, they're packing this place already, and they've had two games there. So, the team's off to a great start this year. They won their first game in the U.S. Open Cup against the Michigan Bucks. Then they went to play a pro team in the USL, which is the third division in American soccer. And they played the team, and they lost in PKs, which, I mean, when you're an amateur side playing a pro team, losing in PKs isn't bad. Yeah, Tony, I think, really, I think that's really positive for Detroit City FC, and I think it's a positive for
5: the city of Detroit. But if you, a couple weeks ago, we had the debate about MLS coming here or not. The average major, major league soccer attendance is 21,000. So it's great that they raised all that money, but in terms of numbers, 7,000 is kind of a pretty figure. Twenty thousands. Yeah, would Yeah, but you're getting
3: 7,000 and you're turning people away at the gate. In your first game, you're already having to turn people away at the gate because you just can't fit any more people in your stadium.
1: I think we've come to the reality that there, the number of people in your sport is growing. The, I mean, you guys with the bandanas and, and all that hippie stuff. There's a lot of you guys. There's a lot of you, and that's great. And at this point, I just want you guys to be happy. That's my take. I just want you guys to be happy. Let's build you guys a stadium. We'll serve out chai lattes, and you guys are all good, man. We got, we'll do the, <laughs> <do> the <laughs> rainbow, rainbow, like rainbow colors.
3: We got beer at the stadium, man. <laughs>
1: great but i'm just saying there's enough of you guys now you guys can just have your day and day in the sunshine let's just build it guys right joe
4: i I, uh tony i got a question for you what was the score of the united states bolivia game yesterday because i I saw they're up two to nothing
3: um i know they i think they won four nothing at the end of it
4: yeah i think it's something like that yeah so like so us is getting pretty good then huh
3: I mean, it was a good result. I mean, it's another team that's going to be be playing in this upcoming tournament, the Copa America. And it's one of those things where, I mean, uh, Christian Pulisic got a goal in the game. He's the youngest ever player. He's only 17 in some odd days. So it's one of those things where, I mean, we definitely got some young talent coming up on this team. And Frank's now falling asleep. Frank doesn't like the well, soccer what? conversation. I'm sorry, my my thing
4: is this. is If we're beating teams from South America, I mean, we're, we're pretty much, you know, we're taking care of business. I mean, South America is a pretty big hotbed for soccer, right?
3: Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's not uh, Argentina, Brazil, or Uruguay, like some, one of the top nations. Down Uruguay, there. I believe is the correct
4: pronunciation. I'm it's just saying, if you're from it. South America and you don't have an all-star soccer team, your, your country is going in the wrong direction.
3: <laughs>
4: no, okay, I think it's really crazy. that they got 7,000
5: people, but I think the fact that they're broadcasting they got 7,000 people is a bad move when they wouldn't be able to get nearly as much as an M- MLS team. Does that make sense to you, Tony? Mm-hmm. Like, you should be proud of getting 7,000 people. I'm pretty sure 7,000 people
3: came to the MSBOA band finals, you know what I'm saying, when we were in high school.
0: Tony, is this team that you're talking about not an MLS team?
3: No, it's uh, NPSL team. It's the fourth division.
0: What is what is fourth division compared to MLS?
3: Okay, like if you – like MLS is first, NASL is second, USL is third, and then NPSL is the oh, DL. Jesus,
0: fourth. this is pretty far down the line as far as – So it's like it's base. like
4: there's the Red Wings, then the Griffins, then the Walleyes, and then um, the PBAA team down the street at Trenton Ice Rink. Wow. That's your DPS Wow.
0: This is quite the Not topic we low. have on up here. Well, Joe. you know, I'm glad that Tony – Jackass. T- oh, I know. I've, I've heard Tony <laughs> talk multiple times about the MLS teams, and I know that it's a common interest here. So if we're going to build some minor uh, soccer uh, talk on here, we might as well have it, uh, you know, keep the relevancy. So go ahead, Tony. I think that we gotta end it. Alright. It's great uh, that they God, got 7, I, I, I've been people. sleeping for minutes. I didn't minutes. realize it was fourth down the line. I thought we were like looking at maybe a couple of buildings, major, major league centers here. I wasn't quite sure because I know we talked about MLS. I wasn't I, I wasn't familiar no. with the Tony I'm not against Detroit, Detroit City
5: either, fans. I just I like the fact that we have a soccer team. I just think they need to market a little better if they want to keep an MLS team out of here. Well, I mean and you guys can watch
3: it. They got no. Fox Sports
1: streaming. Uh, you were their supposed games. to take me to a game and you took Michelle instead. You invited me to the oh.
0: game. I, I took the day off work. Burn! Tony are there national. You never to told me you wanted to go to that game. Do they Supply. play strictly Midwest, Do they play all over the country? Like how often? Where do they play at? Uh
3: they used to play a little bit more over the Midwest. Now, with the uh, teams that have been have joined the league, uh, all their games are against teams in Michigan. Except uh, they had one against a team in Dayton, Ohio, in their division. the okay. The game in the U.S. Open Cup uh, against the USL team was down in Louisville.
0: So this is a relatively hobby sport. This is what we're looking at. We're just looking at like a a, a small town, small town. Yeah, they I mean, just
1: show up and they kind of just pick teams. You know, they each each has a goalie. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm they, not talking they, like that. I'm not talking you know, like there's that. there's enough players to field eleven and eleven. They'll do it. If not, know. they'll do a little handicap match and they just wear different uh, shirts versus got skins. Got wow, okay,
3: Frank. Okay. Wow. Shirts
1: versus no, okay.
4: skins.
3: Seriously, Frank. And chai lattes. <laughs> give,
4: me, give me a shotgun, Gerard. <laughs>
3: Burn! <laughs> God damn
4: it. All right, boys. So, yeah. we'll, we'll at least, least we're about to have prank. some
5: fun on this show after talking about that horrible subject known as rage people. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. We got Sometimes some laughter prank. back. I'm hoping you're laughing I at me. Tony's you're in
1: rage. To he looks forward to this segment each week and I'm just busting his balls. It's a great sport. I want him to build a stadium. We all agree it's it's good for them and we gotta touch on everything. Deodorant.
2: <laughs> deodorant. Alright,
5: alright. Let's move to another sport we don't talk too much about on this show because of our lack of knowledge of it. Tigers baseball. All right. <laughs> You guys ready for Tigers in two minutes? Should I start the clock now, or do you guys need a second? Get Get some sound in here.
4: Count it down, Gerard. All right.
5: You want the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 on that show? I shouldn't have to
1: ask, but we'll work on that. 5, 4,
2: 3, 2, 1, go.
1: Tigers! (gasps) Woo!
5: All right, all right. So the Tigers are still in fourth place in the division. They're only three games back, but they have a losing record. So the... NL Central isn't looking too pretty. The Royals aren't who we thought they'd be. AL, AL buddy, AL Central. No, we don't talk uh, much Chris Sale is having a great season for Chicago. Or else, they'd be out of it. We did have a nice little win streak to get us back close to competitive, but now we've lost two straight. We got blown out at the at the Athletics three to twelve, and we lost today two to four.
3: So uh,
1: yeah, it just seems like a seesaw yesterday. with the Tigers. They're back and forth, uh, back and forth, back and forth. I don't know what else to say.
3: They're mediocre. They beat bad teams. They lose to good teams. It's kind of how.
4: Say this. I will say this when you're mediocre. Their their hats for today, the Memorial Day game, is the Marine uh, Forest uh, Marpat, the Woodland Marpat. Sorry, Forest. What am I talking about? The uh, Woodland Marpat with a black D and like some tan uh, outline around the D. Uh, The caps look pretty pretty cool, guys.
5: Alright, so Joey's commenting on the entire above the play. That's what we've sunk into on the Tigers levels. I'm glad that you appreciate it. I do love them real day. I'm just saying the best thing we have to talk about is their hats. It hasn't been that good. It looked like Cabrera was on his little way back. That seems to be a hitting a slump. I went to the game last Wednesday and it was you know, it was just a day at the park. There was no excitement in the air that there wasn't years past with the Tigers. Like we almost came back in the eighth and there was a bullshit call. Glacies was actually safe. But even at that, there was like 14 people on their feet yelling bullshit. Back in the day, the whole damn stadium would have erupted. You know, if you got time, you should go check out a Tigers game because they're pretty cheap. But other than that, like, it's just a hot dog and a beer. You're gonna eat in some grassy area. You know what I mean? Not really much excitement. Still don't think they're gonna make the playoffs.
4: It's a long season. All right, it's a long season.
1: It's, it's got to be two minutes.
5: Uh, we actually have five seconds left. Anybody? Anything else?
1: Nope.
3: And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one last
5: thing to go here today. We actually have a fan question. Uh, we got some interest. We were talking about how uh, a couple of weeks ago we mentioned how weed's illegal and painkillers aren't in the NFL, and they want them to take painkillers, and they can help uh, develop a dependency when in the NFL and, and leads to death for some of these people. And one of the fan questions was, which one would you rather have, athletes using weed as a pain medication or would you rather have them on pain pills? Mind you, that 24 states in our great union actually – have legalized medical marijuana meaning the ex- intended use is to take away pain. So let's go around the table and just get some answers to this question.
1: I'll start. I uh, I think the popular belief or the common answer around the table is going to be weed because it's safer and you know it's more organic and all that stuff and everyone does it anyways in the off season. However, I'm going to pick uh, I'm going to pick painkillers because I'm a true fan. I like blood sport. Um, I think, wow. all, I think if they're, I think if they're, I'm just being honest as a true fan In my per, true opinion, I just like to see them hopped up on the painkillers, Vicodin, whatever, take as many as you want. Cause they only play once a week and it's on Sundays and I just want them to go out there and kill each other, man. I want to see targeting. I want to see all that stuff. I just want to see high volume hitting. I want to see guys on pain meds and they can deal with that stuff between Sunday and the next Sunday.
5: All right, Joe, how do you feel?
4: Uh, a tough subject, man. I mean, in, in my opinion, both ways they are kind of abusing, uh, drugs but then it's for pain so it's like well you know there's a lot of people out there on medicinal marijuana that I mean it's not, they're not really abusing it you know what I mean it's just it there, there's the potential for abuse there you know what I'm saying like there, like you, how, how do you control it like how do you pick between the two um, you know you got one guy getting painkillers next thing you know he, he's taking too many um, and then and then you know he goes out does the blood sport thing like Frank said and then he's then he's jacked up for good uh, but the same thing could go with medicinal marijuana I mean Honestly, I mean, I don't know which which one's even better. You know what I mean? Like, wh- which one's better for the player um, as far as, like, pain relief uh, goes? Uh, I'm not talking specifically health, but, like, what, what's what's better as far as, like, pain relief goes? Um, I know I know one thing. Uh, Darren McCarty will probably be on medicinal marijuana for nearly the rest of his life because his hands are so screwed up from all the fighting he did. Um, I don't know if you saw him do that salute in that outdoor game. His fingers aren't even straight anymore. Um so I I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, that's a tough one. I because you, you could sit here and say both a prescription uh, prescription um, uh, given. Take a stance, you know? Joe.
1: Take a stance.
0: This guy on
4: his way from Washington. <laughs> I didn't say either one yet. All right. I can't be seesawing yet.
0: I just love that. I, I just love that button. It's my favorite button.
4: That's a good button. Even though it's a even though it's on me. Uh, you know I'm gonna say. I'm going to say the marijuana.
3: Give them the marijuana. Tony, how do you feel? Uh, I mean, it's one of those things where I'd rather go with medical marijuana. I'd go medical marijuana over the prescription painkillers just because the Uh. negative side effects of prescription painkillers are so horrible. And then you have the issue of these guys are addicted to them, and then they have to keep taking more and more and more for them to have any effect. And then these guys are ODing and dying. And also there's the issue of, I mean, just not maybe at the NFL level, but in society in general where you have people addicted to painkillers and they can't afford the painkiller prescription anymore, so then they're turning to heroin because they need that opioid fix.
5: Yeah, I mean, the scary thing, my main concern, I think I've already said it maybe on record, but we shouldn't look up to our athletes as role models just because you can throw a ball really fast doesn't mean you're a good person as we can tell by all the rape that happened at Baylor. (coughs) What we need to look for is a way that weed's probably the safer option in terms of not developing a long-term dependency. But if a bunch of NFL players are allowed to just smoke weed, we know it's going to be on Snapchat. It's going to be like, yo, man, more than blunt because my knee sucks. Nobody's gonna. Fucking, it's gonna turn into a circus. You know, it's gonna turn into a circus, and that's what what's scary about the medical marijuana thing. I think they had to come with restrictions, like you can't be caught on camera smoking weed. Like if you want to use it, doing the privacy of your own home. If you're caught in public with weed, still, it's illegal because well, it's federally illegal. What about
3: illegal. if you had a football player who's sent out Snapchat and Instagram videos of him popping 20 Vicodin. They I don't mean, do Yeah, but nobody
5: – you've never – I've seen videos of Larry Tunzel getting high. I've never seen a video of an NFL player taking a bunch of Vicodin because when you're addicted to pills like that, you try to keep it a hidden thing. If weed becomes legal, it might make – I'm not saying more kids are going to smoke pot because pretty much all kids do already – I think that it's going to make it more acceptable for kids to smoke pot, and that's what's dangerous to me. But I do think weeds the safer option. I just think as they move it into the NFL, eventually they will. Obviously, they got to be really smart in the way they do it. Jerry, We're is lucky the base have an RN in here? Is, the,
0: is the base of the question if NFL players are allowed to smoke weed? No, no, or do no they're they have not to, allowed to smoke weed. They're not allowed to smoke weed, or is it the choice between what? No, is, if what they you could, could do?
5: choose, like, should NFL players be able to smoke weed instead of taking painkillers? when they're injured. So they now are question. they able
0: to take both if
5: needed? I mean yeah, is that they the can, statement you're well, making Well they can't smoke weed. They can only take painkillers at this point. All right, I, mean, I mean we're not, not eliminating painkillers pain pain another option. We're just letting them smoke weed. Right. Which and is, which
0: one you'd prefer they're doing. Which is irrelevant I mean if we're gonna if we're going the route that, that we are, that we're going state by state, I mean you can't just pick and choose who specifically is allowed to do it, let alone football players or, you know, businessmen, yeah, whoever they want it's it's to do. Well a fan
1: it. question though, from yeah. Charlie Brown and yeah I, Arizona. Yeah you're right. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I understand that, and what and what I would think? probably say that you should. I would say any not not any means necessary, but I'm I'm, I'm I would say I'm I'm pro uh, marijuana and the choice of uh, you know relieving pain. But I'm definitely with you in the fact that people will blow it up, and the fact that if they smoke it, they're going to put videos, whatever. I, I, I like the way that the marijuana is going as far and as And it's not necessarily going to be state by state basics because
5: if they were to make it legal. All you'd have to do is establish residency in a state, right? And then what you would because they would just get rid of like it being in part of the drug test, so you could just always say I was here smoking pot if you pot for it. Sure. You know what I'm saying as long as you get your medical card, dude. If sure. you start having,
1: if you're making a choice, the fan question was the choice. If you're having a choice, if you get all the players, first of all, I, I know everyone in this room has smoked pot before. If you hurt yourself really oh, bad, you can bro. go smoke a you can go smoke a blunt. It's not gonna take your pain away fully. It's just it does help with pain. It helps with a lot of things, but it's not like taking a pain pill. It's not like taking a Vicodin. And these football players. I think we're kidding ourselves if you don't realize how much pain medicine they're actually sure. taking. So if you get all these guys just smoking, you know, the receivers and corners will be joking around together and congratulating one another, patting each other on the ass, so you're high about, as hell. No, you're, my, the the you're damn right. You're damn
0: right I am. My, my, my issue is that God. you could, How um, soft is this show getting? My issue is that, of course, like, we've smoked weed before, and when, if and when, or some, some of us in this room might have smoked weed before, and— I like and, and, and maybe it didn't give us like a full pain relief, but there's so many studies, and I know what—I'm not a cancer patient. There's there's specific things that weed seems to cure. And We're, talking We're talking and about I know Sundays. We're talking about Sundays. I know about broken arms. I know about shit like that. But shoot I shoot up think, some Novocaine. I think, I think that specific drugs have specific effects on specific people. And I know that it's just, this is. This is far So you facts, want them all out I'm, there just high? Opiates? No, I'm not saying everybody, but I'm kite, saying care in the I'm world. saying whatever works, there's certain things that work with other people. I mean, Vicodin might work for certain people, but they're also driving in the fucking ground. Frank, they're going to OD and die. Not everybody. What do you care what do. Lewis
1: Delmas is doing all on I'm Monday
0: All I'm saying is that some people have bad effects. If
5: you can give in these people car.
0: an alternate route yeah, for pain therapy, then give it to them. Put them on the field. As long as you can keep them healthy and strong then given an ultimate yeah. route. In my my alternate route. That's 2016 route, for My us. alternate route is 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 not a med, not a medical route at all. That's
1: great. Nutrition. I respect massage therapy. therapy. On, on the show, I, just Joey I massage. I thought Joe would
4: be on my I side like that nice one.
5: Yeah, um so you got your like answer some, there, I like fan. I have some
4: massage therapy.
0: Right. My mom or somebody does. People do massage all the time. Sound yeah, people horrible.
5: massage people, we're getting pretty far Sick. from the subject of the Golden State game, starting to get a tense, so, three-point game. All right, all right I think it might be time to wrap it up. Sorry we weren't on last week. Tony's going to pay uh, some bills. Tony's going to pay the bills. We'll be back next week. The uh, well, one topic we have so far, we're going to be talking a little bit of uh, the bill that U of M racked up on their spring break trip and uh, more about the F finals and playoffs. Tony, pay the bills.
3: All right, so as always, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Front. Twitter.com slash RSF podcast. Uh, RevolutionarySportsFront.com is the website. You can g- leave us feedback there. You can review the show on iTunes and Stitcher where you can also download the show. If you want to let us know in private how we're doing, shoot us a message on our Facebook page or send us an email at RevolutionarySportsFront at gmail.com. We do have that YouTube channel, but we don't we still don't have any videos up. Maybe if you guys post some comments on the Facebook page or shoot us some messages there or emails telling us to put some videos up, maybe these guys will quit being lazy and put them up. So, uh, yep. And as always, thank you for being a part of the sports revolution.
4: Adios,
2: amigos!